Hello, I'm Curtis Hill with the Unity Project, and we're here at the AmeriFest uh, having a great time. And I'm here with my friend John Root. John, nice to see you today. It's good to see you. It's good to be here. And John, uh, if you can explain to our folks here uh, at the Unity Project uh, exactly what brings you to AmeriFest and a little bit of your background. So I'm a contributor with TVUSA Faiths, also a creative producer over there. So trying to grow the socials over there, trying to make sure that people understand the foundation of America was built on Judeo-Christian values. And then a little bit more of my background too. I worked in sports Please. media for a long time. Worked for the San Jose Sharks, Golden State Warriors organization, did some work with NBC Sports. Now these teams and organizations, they don't want to touch me ah. <laughs> anymore. But I think that's another outlet that we desperately need to fight for. Because that used to bring us together unlike anything else. And then within that, talking about faith, like that's the most important thing I think we need to focus on. Well, faith right is actually under attack uh, all over America and all the communities. Uh, give me a sense of what you're seeing uh, through your organization of what's happening with faith and those who are faith-minded. Usually people would go into a church and feel equipped and empowered and engaged with to know that, hey, we need to live out the Great Commission. We need to tell people about the hope that we have, that First Peter 3, 15 through 16 model. Right. But right now, there is a lot of nonsense infiltrating the church. There's this every tenet of wokeism you could find. CRT is being infused in the way that you view the scripture now. Uh, the social justice movement, transgenderism. And it seems like a lot of people, they aren't sticking to these biblical values at all. Like, have a discussion behind these things and understand why these have nothing to do with God's values, God's morals, or God's order at all. People are so confused, and I think it starts with the church, and we need to make sure that these shepherds are shepherding their flock and making sure that they are equipped to fight back against this nonsense. Uh, and you may be familiar with my friend uh, Lucas Miles and his book, The Christian Left. Amazing, amazing book. Well, and, and, I, and I think that capsulizes what's going on, the, the, the effort to... Uh, really turn to the left in Christianity and, and use use biblical principles, but to, for lack of a better way, bastardize them into something that yeah. is beyond their meaning. Mm -hmm. um, what are you doing at uh, Turning Point to, to combat this? It's one of those things that I think we can make idols out of the right, too. We can make idols out of politicians as well, but I don't see any sort of leftist platform that aligns with the Word of God at all. That doesn't mean that we need to be just a conservative church. I think they just need to have biblical churches and biblical believers because what's going on right now is you have people like in Georgia that are propping up Senator Warnock and Stacey Abrams. There's people that are praying over these people that believe that abortion is healthcare somehow, some way, and that the murdering of babies is somehow justified within the word. They're calling people like Senator Warnock uh, a Moses leading people to a promised land, a Nehemiah that's building up something incredible, and a David that's going against the Goliath, like the right is the Goliath somehow, some way. It's being bastardized, like you said, and there's clearly churches that are aligning with people have nothing to do with biblical values, and I think it's leading people straight to hell. So we have a church divided. Yep. Uh, we have folks who go in and worship, ostensibly worship, and we have those who think as we do from a biblical worldview, and then we have others who think from what can only be described as a social worldview, yep. and not a good one at that. How do we, how do we bridge this together? I mean, we, we don't want to just simply grow our, our biblical worldview amongst ourselves. We want yep. to uh, infiltrate, if you will, or persuade those who've sort of gone astray 
to come back uh, to a biblical worldview yep. in the uh, Christian church. Uh, what's that going to take? It takes a lot of prayer. And I think a lot of people need to realize that we can't do anything without the Holy Spirit inside of us, first and foremost. Because this prayer life, it, it's not talked about enough. And then maybe even combine it with fasting, too. You look at some of the most influential figures in the Bible and how God used them. They ask God to intercede through prayer. Right. And when people realize that, like, hey, I, I'm taking a death grip off the wheel. I'm, try, I'm not trying to do all this myself and my own platform or whatever it may be. I think people understanding that, God, if it's your will, we would love to see a revival in this nation. But there also needs to be, just like we say at TVUSA Faith, you have that faith but you need to turn that faith into action and not do it for you. Do it for the glory of God. And I'll always say to the best way to love people is to give them the truth. That doesn't mean that we're taking Bibles and we're beating it over the head of people that go along with the LGBTQ mafia. It's like we are actually the people that love and care for you the best because we are telling you the truth. The, the other side is going to just try to tell you, you know, be yourself. Live in your truth. That's only leading people to hell. You know, when Stacey Abrams takes a position that there's uh, voter suppression in this country, wouldn't you suggest that the, uh, the execution of 20 million black babies over a 50-year period would be the severest form of voter suppression that we've experienced in this country? Of course they don't want to talk about that. No. They I'm... don't like truth bombs like that, and they don't want to actually say, you have been creating the, one of the worst genocides we've ever seen in world history right here in America. And if you're going to act like you really care about the black community, I'm not going to come up here and, <laughs> and talk to the black community. But I know we have the opportunity to be like, hey, here are the facts. And if you believe that Stacey Abrams or Raphael Warnock or Kamala Harris or Joe Biden actually care about you, no, they want you to just align with their values that are clearly unbiblical. And we have people, innocent babies, as Christians, we're called to care for the least of these. I can't think of any individual that needs more protecting than the baby in the womb, especially in the black community. People are doing a great job calling that out and then loving people through the process. There's people that have gone through abortion and they're in churches right now and they feel like they're going to be judged if they mm -hmm. bring up uh, their past or they bring up, hey, I'm even thinking about this. The church needs to come alongside and say, like, there needs to be repentance to that. But there also is grace inside of this. There might be consequences you have to go through. But please stop going to people like Stacey Abrams and acting like she really cares about this community while propping up this idea that murders health care. Uh, well said. You know, we at the Unity Project are very firm believers in medical freedom and parental rights. Uh, from your perspective as a, uh, as a faith leader, uh, what do you see the role of parental rights, the attack on, on uh, families? How is that operating today in our culture? Well, we're even seeing more in the news every single day that schools are maybe becoming one of the most dangerous places for kids because the school board's got their own agenda, and I know a lot of people we're connected with have been very bold and ran for school boards and say, we can make a difference inside our local community. So many people are so focused on these federal elections and just totally disregarding what's going on with your kids in their school. In your own backyard. And then they're trying to tell these kids, like, you can get a sex change and you don't even have to tell your parents. Isn't that amazing? Like, parents should parent. Not the school, not the government. And then when we're talking about medical freedom, I mean, covering sports so much, people like Kyrie Irving and Novak Djokovic have been so influential 
in this debate of medical freedom. And there's people like that that don't have the platform that Novak and Kyrie have. Sure, these people you're going to disagree with in other aspects of politics or geopolitical aspects, but this here, uh, medical freedom, them, and then there's so many doctors and parents and kids and Americans that have said, no, I'm not going along with that. I might lose my job. I might lose friends. I might be ostracized from my family, but I'm staying it up for what's right. Super. Well, John, tell us where we can get a hold of you and where our listeners can get a hold of you and your organization. Johnny Roots underscore J-O-N-N-Y-R-O-O-T. I'm on Instagram. I'm out of Twitter jail, thankfully. <laughs> and I'm on YouTube as well, at John Root. Super. Well, thanks a lot for coming to see us, and uh, we wish you well. Thank you. Thank you. From all of us at The Unity Project, thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope to continue producing content that amplifies voices, strategies, and resources. Please keep in mind that the Unity Project is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that relies on the contributions of our generous supporters to fuel the work we do in this movement. If you value our efforts, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution today by visiting our website at www.unityproject.com and clicking the Donate button. We very much appreciate your continued support and confidence, without which our work wouldn't be possible. 